Hello, and welcome to episode 38. I'm your host, Sarah Chappé. And I'm your other host, Jake Cooley. The Relatively Relatable Podcast is a weekly podcast about life, trends, and advice from two people who have no business giving it. Relatively Relatable is brought to you by Blank Slate Link, and to find out more, you can head to our Instagram page at Relatively Relatable Pod. So, Jake, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I like mm-hmm. really am over saying that. Well, you should have never said it. I know. And then you should have never said it again. And then I again after that. Can't help it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, you could just not say it and people would probably get over it. I don't know how to like start then. I don't know either. <laughs> so. I tell you. <laughs> how was your weekend? How's life? How's it going? What did I do this weekend? It was good. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the pool mm. on Saturday for um, most of the day, mm-hmm. like six hours of the day. And I did not get sunburned. Wow. So this is a huge accomplishment for me. It is. Uh, because I usually get either hella sunburned or like sunburned in a really weird fashion, like mm-hmm. weird patterns on my on my skin because there's something in my eye. Um, that's not why I get sunburned. There was just something in my eye. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, I was, I was an adult and I reapplied sunscreen like every like hour or mm-hmm. hour and a half or something. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I just wasn't afraid to coat it on. I think there used to be this like stigma against wearing sunscreen when we were young. Like if you wore sunscreen, you were a dweeb. Yeah. You know, so it's like how... If you used to wear your helmet when you rode your bike, you were like a dweeb. Which is but now, crazy. I wouldn't dream of riding a bike without a helmet. And I yeah. also like, I just like lather myself in sunscreen because yeah. I, there's two things that I hate about being sunburned. One is being sunburned. Just like the discomfort <laughs> of it and yeah. like everything that comes along with that. But the thing that I think I hate the most is when people remind me how sunburned I am as if mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, yeah, you're pretty sunburned, huh? <laughs> like, am I? Hmm. Can't feel it. Like, if it weren't for that, like, I would probably not care about getting sunburned because I can, like, deal with discomfort pretty well. But I cannot deal with, like, having to have <laughs> dumb-ass conversations with people about how <laughs> I apparently am sunburned. <laughs> so I don't know what that says about me, that I would rather be in physical pain than, like, talk about my skin then talk to people or just like talk about like super obvious things it's like going up to a bald guy and be like dude you're pretty bald huh yeah it's like he knows you know so is the like covid conversation really bumming you out when people are like man this pandemic right and that's like all it is yeah i'm really i'm really sick of it yeah i'm i've been sick of it since the beginning (laughs) just like that and I'm like, uh, yeah, I just, mm-hmm. I hate, mm-hmm. y- you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just hate like when every conversation I have with everybody is about the same thing. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm burnt out of, yeah. I, I've, I've had all my opinions that I can have about it. Yeah. Like I have not had a, a unique thought about it right. in a long time. And I don't think anyone else has either. So I've been like trying to think about and do 
other things. Mm -hmm. But then like when you try to like live your life, then that's taboo because some people are very sensitive to like, I don't know. It just always circles back. Right. Right. Yeah. And I like I live very like in the middle of everything. Mm -hmm. Like I'm very neutral. Um, and so like, I'm not the kind of person here we are just like talking about this again, but I'm not the kind of person that is like going to tell everyone and like get on my soapbox to wear a mask and like make sure that I'm six feet apart from everyone. And I'm not going to like withhold from like hanging out with my friends and like make them be six feet apart from me in my apartment or like whatever. But I'm also not going to like go to the store and cough on people or like, or like shame people knobs. for yeah. wearing masks. Like I wear my mask now because it's required in Kansas. But uh, I will admit that I wasn't wearing it before that. But I don't know. I feel like no matter who you talk, who I talk to, I like just want to punch them in the face <laughs> because everybody is so like, it's so divisive. It's so polarizing. Yeah. And I just... This is why I don't like talking about politics. I don't talk mm-hmm. about social issues because there's a lot of things that like I can't really agree. Like I can agree with both sides on some mm-hmm. things, but I I really can't have a an intelligent conversation with just sheep, mm-hmm. you know, that are just like so opinionated that they won't listen to anything and like their way is correct and also on both sides, like sheep on both sides of yeah, the argument. Yeah, 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 exactly. So. Um, that is a big reason why I'm exhausted, like tired yeah. of talking about COVID. Cause it's like you either talk to the, oh, I can't stand the government for making us wear masks people. Yeah. Or you talk to the, I can't stand people that aren't wearing masks people. Yeah. And it's like, just, just get it. Just get the disease and die. I'm tired <laughs> of it. <laughs> just take me now. I feel like when I, like I know where I stand and I know what I'm going to do. And so when people try to tell me otherwise and they're like, oh, well, you know, X, Y, and Z. I'm just like, okay. Like yeah. I'm on the internet all day. Like this, <laughs> what you're telling me is not news to me. I'm not like, whoa, what? Well, you're, you're, you're an expert. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it is so exhausting. And even Ashley was saying like, she's been trying to find other conversations too outside of it because she's like, I have nothing left. Mm-hmm. And like when people are like, what are you doing? When they ask me, they're like, so what's new? I'm like, nothing. There is because, nothing well, new. Like, if you admit that you went and did something, then they like chastise you for they're it like, too. Oh. So, like, oh, don't you know we're in the midst of a global pandemic? <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, it's fine, man. I'm you can good. do things, I think, while still taking safety yeah, precautions. Like you can be there. People just don't understand balance. Yeah. Like you can have it, you can go do things and wear a mask. Or if it's like, right. if it's between shutting down the city and me having to wear a mask, bro, I'll take the I'll mask. Make, I'll wear a mask. <laughs> like just, I'll staple just it to my face if that's what it takes. Right. And I like, when people start to talk about it or like get very opinionated about it, I kind of just like let them have it. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, I totally agree. And then like try to change the conversation. Like, anyways. Even though I don't agree, I just like, it's not worth some people just love to argue yep. and people love to like force their opinions yeah. because it, it justifies it for them. Mm-hmm. I think like if they can get someone to agree with them, 
Um, and I hate that. I hate people like that. And <laughs> I'm not one of those people. So, uh, yeah, it's exhausting. So I went to the pool this weekend <laughs> and I didn't get sunburned. Um, so I was proud of that. And uh, Sunday, uh, I don't even remember what I did on Sunday. I That's might have gone to the pool then. again. Yeah. <laughs> Sundays are supposed to be bumming around days. What did I do? Oh, I played video games. That's even better. Yeah, it was it was worthwhile to me. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. How about you? How's your life going? Um, well, I might ruffle some feathers with what I did. I went to the lake with some friends this weekend. Ooh. There's people with you. Yeah. So my friends from North Carolina were visiting, and oh, uh, I didn't know they went. Yeah, and so they were in Lincoln for like a week. Well, it was like two weeks by the time we left for the lake. And then they, her family lives in Colorado. So on the way out to Colorado, they stopped at the cabin with us because it's like halfway. Mm -hmm. And we were there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it was great. The weather was like 90s and some days were kind of cloudy and windy. So it was like not too hot. And then we got some days where we were, you know, Mm-hmm. Bacon in the sun, which I love is great. Bacon. They had a they have a new baby, so love Fresh that. Fresh out of the womb. Yeah, she's like seven months. So gross. Uh, she sleeps constantly, so I felt like I really got along with her well. Yeah. And uh, Nessie really loved her. And then we had Good. to take Nessie to the vet. We had to take her to the little animal hospital. Oh yeah. Uh, because she just like so the lake where we're at is like a private residence so it's not like it's like very and we're at a dead end road so there's not like anywhere that she could like really run off to and nessie is needy as hell so she would just <laughs> she wouldn't go far mm-hmm. um and she came running up the stairs from an old adventure and she went to go give ada the their daughter a little sniff and kiss and smeared blood all over her foot Mm, and by yeah. all over, it was like a little bit, but yeah. for a baby foot, it's like her whole foot, you know? Yeah, because baby feet are the size of a thimble. Yeah. So I was like, whoa, what the heck? And she had this gash like on her forehead and it mm. wasn't very long. It was like an inch long, but it was like super deep. Like mm. you could see the like connective tissue type Yum stuff, me. you know? Love it. Yep. So we were a little like... I wasn't like too stressed out about it because I was like, I mean, it's not that big. It's like not bleeding anymore. I cleaned it. And I did the mistake of texting my family. Mm-hmm. And my mother, who is a nurse, is very caring, but she sees the worst of every situation by working at the hospital. And so she was like, you have to take her to the vet now. She will get tetanus. And I was like, oh, no, I don't want that. We didn't see what happened. Like, it could have been a stick. It could have been anything. Like, there's just, like, crap all over. You know, we were at mm-hmm. the they were at the gun club. There's, like, shards of, like, blue rock and, you know, dogs. You run around, bonk, poke your head. I don't know. It looked by the picture like it was a barbed wire. Scratch, yeah, I think though. it was, like, barbed wire offense. Which is why everyone was like, hey, <laughs> she might get... Te-. It wasn't just, like, a she got a <laughs> scrape and we're like... She's getting tetanus. It was like, usually when something is that defined of a cut, it's like a usually a piece of metal from barbed wire. Yeah. So I took her, we took her to the vet. They got her in because they were full all day and they took, got, they were lucky. Wow. They were nice enough to get her in like in between patients. And they were like, 
oh, she doesn't need stitches. It's fine. Put this like cortisol cream on her. And I was like, do you think she needs a shot for tetanus? And they said, dogs can't get tetanus. And I said, uh, oh, really? <laughs> and they said, I've never treated a dog for tetanus before. Hey, and how I are we said, supposed to know? We're not vets. Well, I Googled it too. And I was like, how do you know if a dog gets tetanus? And it like listed symptoms, but it said it's like localized. And that's kind of what the vet was saying that like, mm. you know, if she starts to get sick, we can just give her like a pill or like an oral like antibiotic, but they don't get it the way humans do. Oh. And so I was like, I hope he doesn't think I'm an idiot. You know, you're just kind of like rolling in. It's a pretty valid question. I, I mean, you, as, you would assume that. Yeah. It's weird the things that dogs don't get that people get. I know. I was you know? like, it's it's bacteria, but I don't know, maybe because they're dogs and they're just like always in the same dirt. I don't know what it is. But yeah, know, so man. that was exciting. We did that. Um, that was this weekend. We drank a whole bottle of whiskey, which I don't know if I'll ever do again. Why not? And by we, it was mostly Anthony and Stefan, and then me and Kate were just kind of sipping on theirs. So you can't say that you will never do it again because you didn't even do it the one time. I mean, I contributed to drink. I didn't drink a whole bottle myself, but I definitely helped, mm. you know? Yeah. Some of my favorite times have been at the bottom of a whiskey bottle. Yeah, it was. And it was not planned. So it was kind of yeah. actually a joke how it started, you know, as they do. <laughs> like uh, let's drink this whole whiskey bottle <laughs> Anthony okay. was like jokingly like cause we had to run into Walmart to run into town to get some like you know random stuff and he's like don't forget the whiskey and so when we were there Kate was like oh we have to get whiskey and so we thought he was serious and so we bought like a bottle of whiskey which we're like yeah whatever if you don't drink it you take it home and uh, we get it home and to the cabin and he's like I was joking but since was, it's here. Yeah. And so then we were just like, oh, yeah. They were like, let's just, you know, crack this open. And, then, you know, two hours later, it's, you might as well finish it. You're almost done. Yep. Between four people, it goes quick. Yeah, it really does. So, yeah, that it's was easy. my, it was fun. We made mems, good weather. Good. Yeah. Happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. So now on to this topic this week. Uh, mm -hmm. So, clothes. <laughs> yep. I'm, so, Jake likes to text me a lot when he's clothes shopping. and it's, it's because it's the most traumatic experience of my life every single time. It is. But I feel like this, will, this could easily be a part two just based off of the... This could be a part two or it could I, warrant it could a part be a, two. Yeah, it could warrant a part two just because mm. I... When Jake is clothes shopping... I set my phone down and I let him vent and get his emotions out. And then I step in and respond. What I want to say here is <laughs> um, when I go shopping for clothes in the store, that's like a big step for me, mm -hmm. which is something that a lot of people probably don't understand. Maybe they do, but um, it's like my least favorite thing to do. And so for me to go to the store and like try something on, like, uh, and like browse around that usually has been precluded by, um, like days of working mm -hmm. up the gumption mm -hmm. to do this. Mm -hmm. And so then when I go and I have just an awful experience every single time, 
Um, I usually am at the store for like multiple hours to the point where the people who work there, I think they think that I'm lost. (laughs) (laughs) Cause I'll like, I'll like get, pick something up that I'm interested in and kind of like, you know, hold it and like walk around with it and think about it. And then I'll like put it back and then I'll be like, no, actually, you know, actually maybe I will. And then like, I'll look through the sizes and then I'll like walk around a little bit more and then I'll like pull it up on my phone to see if there's a better price online. And then I'll like type in like XYZ item reviews and then like I'll be doing research on the thing. Because if I would have known exactly what I needed, I would not have gone to the store. You would have ordered it. I would have ordered it. Yep. Right. So there's like, it's this whole thing. And I know like my girlfriend makes fun of me for it all the time. Everyone gives me a hard time for it. But like on the real, it is very like not a happy time for me. (laughs) Like I know people think like when I'm really frustrated, I think it's funny for other people because of the way that I, the way that I kind of do bits you know i rant is yeah like, well that's like days later that's not like in the moment well for people who like don't receive the constant rants like you do yeah i think they're kind of like oh wow this is like i'm buckling in this is pretty funny right but it like i'm actually really distraught like to my yeah. soul about it i'm very frustrated um and let's just say like i feel like you're not a typical guy with style like you take pride in your fits in your drip and yeah I, like, I take it which is kind of funny because all of my clothes right now are pretty terrible <laughs> well we all we're all <laughs> like, in the I'm, worst i'm very i'm very particular about like the way things fit and like a very specific style yeah and um to the point where like i won't buy anything for long periods of time mm-hmm. because like i can't find things that i like or that i really enjoy or i think look good on me so i end up like wearing this like these like raggedy old clothes because they're like i just don't want to go through the effort <laughs> of like cuz it's a thing it's like such yeah, a thing for me it is and we talk about you know mental bandwidth and decision fatigue like mm-hmm. i anytime i get back from clothes shopping i like need to take a nap Mm-hmm. And I'm usually there so long that I get hungry and then I get hangry. Oh, yeah. And it's just like compounding like all of the bad things. Yeah. Hungry, angry, hungry, angry, lonely, tired is what my <laughs> therapist always says for like you know, unhealthy mental behaviors can like stem from all those things. Mm-hmm. I'm all of those things. When, when you're clothes shopping. Clothes shopping. <laughs> so, yeah. This okay. will be This will be probably fun. So basically maybe. it's just why clothes shopping sucks. Is what yeah, our episode that's, is. That's the episode. Yeah. So buckle in, folks. Yeah. Because we're diving in. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> um, I'll just go first because yeah, we can, I, yeah. I, I think every time we do one of these episodes, you and I kind of dance around who's going to go first live on air. So I'm just going to make a decision and say I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start. Yeah, I think this is good for you. Okay. Yeah, hopefully it'll be cathartic. Yeah. It, also... Hopefully it doesn't just make me mad because sometimes when I rant about things like this, it just reminds me of how awful it is Mm -hmm. and I just get mad. Mm -hmm. So hopefully there's some release at the end, (laughs) you know, (laughs) anyway, uh, we kind of alluded to this, but like the most frustrating thing for me is just like, I feel like nothing fits Mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. Like nothing Mm -hmm. fits me well off the rack. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, 
say it. My, just say what you need to brain, say. My brain is shutting down because I'm already like <laughs> going back to the most recent time. I can see your eyes like glossing. Over. <laughs> okay, so it's even worse like right now because none of the fitting rooms are open. Yes. So like you typically like usually once I know what I'm going to pick out and like I can try things on, every, like everyone across the board shares the same frustration of like sometimes some things don't fit. Right. You know, there's some ex- trial and error experimentation. I get that. Yeah. And I've gotten to a point in my life where I, this is why it takes me a few days to work up to it because mm-hmm. I just kind of go in expecting some sort of like trial and error and you kind of got to be patient, whatever. Um, but now you just, you cannot try anything on if you go into the store, mm-hmm. which I totally get like, I'm not frustrated by the store policy. I'm just yeah. frustrated by the fact that I can't try things on. Yeah. Uh, because I don't, what I don't want to do is buy in store four different things mm-hmm. of the same item, four different sizes, and then take them home, try mm-hmm. them on, and then bring them back. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Well, even um, now, some places aren't letting you return it for like a month at least. Right. And so you're like, well, what am I supposed to do with these pile of clothes that I can't wear? Just put them on my chair and let them sit by right. my front door. Yep. Yeah. So uh, basically nothing fits me off the rack and here's the reason why I think this is. Um, I've sort of concluded that in at least in the men's clothes area, I don't try on many women's clothes so I can't really speak to that. Yeah. Um, But the men's clothes are basically designed for two body types. One is stick figure people Mm -hmm. that are, you know, very naturally rail thin, you know. Yeah. And the second type is the dad bod <laughs> because these are the two like default natural body types, mm-hmm. which I get. I, I'm pretty sure if you pull the average, you know, find the average, you will fall into one of these two camps. So I get why like these, um, you know, common stores have to cater to these people more, more often. But the thing that pisses me off <laughs> is that like I spend so much time in the gym, you know, working out, watching what I eat, very specific about everything I do. And it is just so damn hard to find <laughs> clothes that like complement that. Yeah. So like I, I always end up having to like be, have to settle if I want to wear something off the rack, just like settle with clothes that are too big because um, – like if you go off the the size guides online or whatever for shirts, it's based on chest size, mm-hmm. right? Um, so like my chest size is pretty large, but my waist is very narrow. Like my waist and my gut does not is not proportional, just because like I'm not, I don't have a gut. I can't relate you know? to that statement at all. And my my arms are pretty big, and my shoulders are kind of. Kind of broad. You have broad shoulders, yeah. Um, so yeah, I end up having to wear. You're kind of like a triangle, right? Which is like what I'm going for. Like I try, (laughs) you know, that's like the body type that I want. I work hard to have a body like that. Um, but when I go try to find clothes that fit, like I've, I basically when I'm buying shirts, have to buy something that fits like my chest and arms and then get it tailored, like no matter what, because otherwise it'll just look like I'm swimming in it. Or Mm. maybe it doesn't look that way. Um, But because I am the way that I am, I'm just always feeling uncomfortable because of how like I feel like my shirts are really baggy or whatever. Mm. Especially when I go out and I see people that are in like really nicely fitting 
clothes. I'm like, God, man, I just look sloppy. It, just looks, it looks so clean, doesn't it? Yep. So Especially where are they finding like, theirs? Are they like high end probably? Well, they just have the body type. They're like the skinny guy that can fit into the small oh, slim I see. fit. I see. You know? yeah, so it's yeah. like, it's almost tailor made for them. Right. But like, even if I, even if I get something that mostly fits me and then I get it tailored, like it still always kind of looks off because, um, I don't know. There's only so much you can do just by like taking in the sides or putting darts in a shirt, like in maintaining proportions or whatever. So I don't know, man, it's just a, a major bummer for me. And, um, that is a typically bummer. like if I like, cause I don't like to spend like a hundred dollars on a shirt, right. you know? So I, I go to stores like J crew or, you know, uh, banana Republic or whatever. And I buy, you know, the shirts that are like $30, $40, $50, somewhere in there. But then by the time that I like finish tailoring it, like I've already exceeded the price of the shirt, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, I don't know. It's this weird like equation I have to do in my brain of like, <laughs> is this worth worth the purchase to like buy this $30 shirt and then spend another $30 to get it tailored? Um, or I could buy, you know, a nicer shirt and just like accept the the fit or whatever so i don't know man it's it's one of those things like people always kind of tell me like why don't you just like not care so much and that's not like <laughs> just productive. turn your brain off please it's not like productive um feedback to me because it's just the way that i'm wired like i don't know where where it came from but somewhere along the line i like started caring a lot about the way that my clothes fit like i think it's because i was fat as a kid so like I always had super baggy clothes and then like I just started really, you know, following really well-dressed people. Like I, I mentioned in our diets episode that I was like always super into music and movies mm -hmm. and stuff. So I kind of grew up like seeing dudes on the red carpet or like mm -hmm. looking at Ryan Reynolds' Instagram. He's mm -hmm. like always super dapper, mm -hmm. you know, and that's kind of, you know what I'm looking for, but there's nothing uh, wrong with like wanting a certain aesthetic or style. And there's not, no. no. And I, I think in general men, especially of our age should care more. Yeah. Like I think, I think the general population of young men are still wearing like, um, you know, just like basketball shorts everywhere they can. And yeah. like, you know, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but I'm just saying that like I really care about those things and like I'm very detail oriented on things like that. Like I always just want to look well put together and my biggest thing is I hate looking like the guy that's trying but like just sort of missed the mark. You know? <laughs> that's like that's a common internal narrative that I have all the time is like, oh, I look like I'm trying to look like that guy, but I don't look like like that or I I haven't <laughs> achieved that, you know? Oh my which like if I could just achieve it with like well-fitting clothes, it would be fine. But I yeah. can never find, you know, the way that they do it. But I feel most of those like, guys have everything tailor-made. So that's, yeah. that's the other thing. So it's basically impossible. Is there not things. like other people that, because like yeah, your body type isn't like, you're not like it's a bodybuilder. Yeah. So right. there has to be like other people that feel the same way or like struggle to I, find... I, I don't know. I have not found one that can like empathize with me or like give me advice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think most dudes that are 
my size and build also don't care. They just settle for they like they're the kind of people that are like, oh, I just want everything to be like baggy and comfortable mm-hmm. and whatever, you know. And I you, get that, yeah. but I'm that's not how I am. So. You were born in yeah. the wrong era. Like you need to be like in the twenties, like dapper, right. dressed to the nines constantly. Or I I need to live somewhere where like being dressed up all the time is like not New out York, of the ordinary. like a hub. Yeah, not right. the Midwest. Right. And I'm not like, I'm not into like super trendy fashion stuff. I just want to look like classic, you know. Yeah. You want to wear a peacoat and not people be like, where are you going? Right. It's like, I'm just. Yeah. Every, t- every time I wear, like, that's my winter coat. Yeah. It's like a peacoat or an overcoat, which is like, um, for any guys listening, you should get one mm-hmm. because if you're wearing your ski coat out, Everywhere you go, like you look like a dweeb. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just get get a adult coat. Okay. Yeah. That's another thing. I Same I have for always the ladies. had to, I have always had to get those tailored too, mm-hmm. which is another thing. But um yeah, every time I like roll up somewhere with like a pea coat on and a sweater and jeans, which is like actually a pretty casual outfit. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, wow, why are you all dressed up? Mm-hmm. Just because I didn't roll in in my snow pants. And in your hoodie. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I don't really know where we're going with this anymore. I, I went blind. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway, so yeah, stick figures and dad bods. Those yeah. are the two like most common body types. And I don't really fall into that. So I end up having to get things tailored. Um so, yeah, moral of the story is if you're like me and you're having similar frustrations, get a good tailor because <laughs> I've just I've just accepted the fact that any button-up shirt that I buy, I just take it straight to the tailor after I buy it. Right. You know, it's like routine for me now and I've had pretty good success with that. Like once you figure out the way, once you figure out how to speak to a tailor and mm-hmm. like what to ask for and what you actually want, you can more or less replicate it every time if you go to the same person. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Do, <laughs> do you, you need a break? Do you that? need like a <laughs> deep breath? Uh, no, we can keep going. <laughs> the other thing that frustrates me. So like the next obvious question is, well, if you get so much stress from going to the store, why not just order online every time? Yeah. And that is generally, my strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I get tired of like ordering four or five sizes mm-hmm. in one thing and spending like $9,000 at a time just to return, you know, 8500 and, you know, whatever <laughs> yeah. dollars worth of it, like most of it. Um, so like the most recent example of this was I was in this wedding a couple weeks ago and... Um, you know, we all ordered, we all had to order the same shirt. It was from JCPenney, which was like part of the problem. <laughs> um, but so it was just like, you know, standard white button up Oxford shirt. Yeah. But JCPenney, like whatever this brand was, had like athletic fit, slim fit, tailored fit, like mm. all these different cuts. And then, of course, an edit free cut, there's different sizes. So. Um, and they're never really very clear about which cuts go to which person because they try to make it sound flattering no Mm -hmm. matter what body type you have, Mm -hmm. even though one of them is definitely a fat guy shirt. (laughs) One of them is definitely a not fat guy shirt, you know? And then the other two are just like these ran kind of weird in betweens. Like 
at the the term athletic fit, I still have not figured out what that means because <laughs> I'm athletic and every time I buy something in my size in an athletic fit, it's a fat guy fit. So like I don't know if they're trying to like make fat people feel better about the fact that they're fat like if you're fat and you go on the treadmill a few times a week, that makes you an athlete. So then you can get the athletic fit. I don't know. I can't figure it out. Someone please explain it to me because I had to buy every cut of this shirt and two sizes in every cut. And I still couldn't find one that fit me well. So I still ended up just having to take it to the tailor anyway. So, so can I ask you a question? Please. So <laughs> you say that you buy the athletic fit in your size and it's too big. Mm-hmm. Is there not an option to just like size down? Well, I buy it in my size and I also buy it in the smaller size. And they still don't fit. They're too no. big. It's like, well, okay. So with dress shirts, usually the collar is always the same. Mm-hmm. And like the sleeve length, that's how like most dress shirts are sized is mm-hmm. by collar and sleeve length. And then um, whatever the fit is dictates like the body mm-hmm. like how full it is through the body and like the shape that the body is cut and so like I had like four or five shirts all of the same like neck and sleeve combinations but then it was just like super f- I'm trying really hard not to swear <laughs> super swimmy through the body or yeah. like s- less swimmy but still pretty swimmy so like I found that like stores like JCPenney are, it's really hard to find anything that um, is kind of like got that, you know, nice silhouette. Yeah. It's just, just a function of the kind of uh, stuff that they keep in stock, which is fine. Like I got it tailored and it it looked okay, but. um, That sucks that you're spending like $30 on a shirt that's from JCPenney's to get tailored. Right, and I was going to wear it the one time for that wedding because, like, if I'm going to, like, wear a dress shirt, like, I'm going to wear, like, a nice, like... Like, when you I have, know, like, yeah. I have, like, a, a quality caliber for, like, <laughs> if I'm going out for something that I really want to be dressed up for, but yeah. it was fine, you know? Um, but for... I knew that... And this doesn't really isn't really related, but... I knew that I was going to be the only one in the wedding party to tailor my shirt. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really want to get it like s- tailored to the point where everyone would be like, oh, wow, you must have gotten that shirt tailored. Mm-hmm. And then I would have to like explain the whole thing mm-hmm. to them, you know, and then mm-hmm. I would, I would kind of look like, I don't know, a jerk in mm-hmm. a way, you know, like I was trying to detract from the day or whatever by making it about me. So I erred on the side of like a conservative tailoring and... All day, all I could think about was how I felt like I looked like shit just because, like, <laughs> we had to wear suspenders and, like, the look was super sharp. Like, the look that they were going th- for was great. And I think everyone ended up looking great. Yeah. But just, like, the way that my stupid brain is mm-hmm. wired to, like, constantly be thinking about, like, I don't know. That just one constantly little be thing. thinking about that one little detail. Like all I could think about all day was like the back of my shirt is sticking out the way that I don't want it to. Like mm-hmm. Bob, like just running constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, that type of thought process I relate to like having a rock in your shoe where it's mm-hmm. like you kind of don't ever really forget that it's there, but you can like right. kind of function, but then you'll take a step and you're like, oh my gosh, that rock in my shoe. But it's like, and it's like, I'll kind of forget about it and then I'll see my reflection in a window mm-hmm. or something. And I'm like, mm-hmm. just like, all that, you know, it just hits me again like a 
sack of potatoes. So <laughs> um, I don't want this episode just to sound like just shed light on how mentally unstable I am about clothes. But um, I mean, we've all got something. That's true. The other thing about shopping online <laughs> that frustrates me is um, it is this is actually getting a lot better, though there's still a lot of work to be done in this area. So if anyone who, uh, for some reason, is listening to this podcast that owns a clothing store, uh, take notes here because um, all of the online models in general, it's like the same guy that (laughs) models every cut, every, you know, for every style. It's the same one or one to three guys Mm -hmm. and they all have the same body type. Mm -hmm. So like you'll look through some website, say you're looking for pants and you'll, you're looking at the 9,000 cuts of pants that they have and you don't really know what any of like straight versus slim straight versus slim taper versus taper versus skinny versus slim skinny versus, you know, oh my like gosh. these are real things I've seen <laughs> and it's all the same guy modeling all of them. So like, um, if he's rail thin and he's wearing like a slim fit pant, it's going to look like the old school, super baggy, mm-hmm. like straight cut jeans. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, So, like, I really wish that they would just, like, shell out the money to find models that actually, like, fit every cut Mm -hmm. so that you can kind of see, like, what kind of person it's actually tailored for. Because the the descriptions are bullshit. Like, I never know (laughs) what they're talking about, especially for shirts. But, like, going back to the athletic fit thing, there's they'll say things like, for someone who wants a slim fit pant but is a little bit fuller through the seat and thigh. And then it's, like... (laughs) I get it in my size and it's literally like wearing uh, waders, like <laughs> fishing pants. Like it's stupid. Like anyway, just get this, just get, just get, you know, just do it right. <laughs> just do the thing right. You have to bleep so much of that. I wish people could see your face. right. Now. I'm like so over this. <laughs> Because everyone is going to listen to this and be like, wow, uh, Jake usually seems pretty collected. And I'm like, this I is the thing breathe. that really sets him off. <laughs> yeah, it sets me off. You got me wheezing. <sighs> so, yeah, um, this is getting better, I've noticed. <laughs> but I think... They're like going too far in the opposite direction. Yeah. Because now they just have like the rail thin guys modeling and then they've got like the plus sized guys modeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I fall basically in the middle somewhere mm-hmm. and I'm always directly between two sizes. And they, some websites give guidance on like if you're between two sizes, size up or size mm-hmm. down. And it's always wrong. So it doesn't matter <laughs> what they say. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I just need. To have every piece of clothing custom made. Yeah. Or you need to start your own clothing company. It'd just be the same. It would just be another problem. Yeah. Because then, it, like, I would make everything just so it fit me. And there there are some brands that, like, claim to fit, like, the muscular guy or whatever. And, like, I've tried a few of them, and they're all still terrible in their own way. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it is an impossible problem. Yeah. Right? because of how unique every person is right. like it like I understand I'm not like so crazy to think that like clothing companies should be able to make something that fits absolutely everyone mm-hmm. it's literally impossible mm-hmm. um, just like in my experience it's very frustrating and discouraging to like spend all the time that I spend um, working out and like 
Um, Cause I'm not going to lie. M- most of why I do all that is because I care about the way I look. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm not lifting heavy weight every day for like health reasons. <laughs> There's like healthier, like ways to work out that are better for your heart and uh-huh. like better for, you know, whatever, not as dangerous. Um, but I'm looking for a very specific physique. I'm looking for a very specific fit on my clothes. I'm mm-hmm. looking for a specific style style. And, um, to me in my like lizard brain, <laughs> I see people out in the wild that have that like fit of clothes. And to me, it seems like it's so attainable, but for some reason, everything that I try doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So it's just like very discouraging. It's very frustrating. Um, I need to just like stop being such a wuss and like go ask people like, Hey, where'd you get that shirt? Mm-hmm. And you most know? of the time people like, are like, Oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. People are like happy that, especially if they're, you know, well-dressed and you mm-hmm. can tell that they care about it. Like it's usually something that they want to talk about or like brag about a little or mm-hmm. something. So there's like a not creepy way of doing that. Um, but I'm so like turned off to like talking to people in public because <laughs> I don't want them to think that I'm trying to like invite them into a pyramid scheme or something. <laughs> so I just like don't, you know, I don't do it. But Oh my gosh, you're so funny today. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just like being honest. <laughs> the amount of times that I've been approached by strangers and it's ended with them trying to rope me into a pyramid scheme is absolutely incredible. So like I've just given up on being able to have authentic interactions with strangers in public. I don't think it exists in in this generation. I need a water break. (laughs) Those are really all the things that I had written out. (laughs) I'm not, mine's not nearly as funny or like I'm just not as passionate about this as you are. Well, In the same let way. me just say I'm I'm very um, I've been pretty happy with quarantine for this reason <laughs> yeah. because I wear just like my gym clothes yeah. all day. Um, the only new new clothes I've bought have been for that wedding, um, which that was a kind of a funny thing because I had to I bought all that and then uh, all the J C Penney's closed <laughs> because of quarantine. So like I had these like five shirts that I wasn't going to wear <laughs> just in my closet because I couldn't return them. And uh, Lauren and I went down to Oklahoma City, I don't know, like a month ago now, I guess, a few a few weeks ago. And I took them with me there because I knew the JCPenney was open. <laughs> and I told the lady, I was like, I tried to return these back home in Kansas City, but the store was closed. And she's like, did you drive all the way here just to return <laughs> these? I was like, no, yes. no, I didn't. But yeah. Um, and then I bought these shorts from J crew, which were my, uh, was it J crew? Yeah. was my, uh, go to a few weeks ago. So mm-hmm. like I have, I've had some success. Those shorts are pretty baller. I like them, but, um, yeah, I, I also really like just like wearing my same four gym shirts mm-hmm. every week and my gym shorts. Lauren bought me a pair of joggers the other day, which I've been wearing every single day because they're super comfy. Mm-hmm. So that worked out. Uh, I think she was really nervous. Yeah, people it's are like, people are very nervous to buy me clothes, which I, it like it makes me feel really bad. But like I know I know how like stressful it is for people <laughs> to buy me gifts when it's clothes related, and like if someone buys me something and it doesn't fit and it doesn't, I don't like it. I'm not gonna like 
freak out on you. Right. I'm not going to like make you like, oh, why didn't you? Blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to return it. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm an adult, you know, I'm not yeah. going to freak out on you. So like it makes me feel really bad that because I do the thing that I do where I like go on these rants when I go clothes shopping, then people are like, oh, he's like not stable. <laughs> I'm not going to buy him gifts, you know? <sighs> So, okay. It makes, it makes me feel like really bad. Side so. note, at the lake this weekend, we were talking about gift giving. I can't remember why. Oh, because they got stuff for like their baby shower or whatever. And Anthony mm. was like, I absolutely hate getting gifts because people expect me to act a certain way when I get Amen. the gift. And all I can do is say like, thank you. And I was like, I think you are the only person besides Anthony that has said that to me. In the way, mm-hmm. in the emotion and the like turmoil that he said, I was like, yeah, you guys are one in the same. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like I've had really traumatizing. Yeah. You've told Like times opening <laughs> gifts. Like I, it's like opening <laughs> gifts is this like stressful thing for me now because it never used to be like when you were a kid and yeah. you were like genuinely excited to get gifts and stuff, but like. Now, I don't know what it is, but like now I just like, I always just kind of feel like if I don't like jump for joy, then I'm like (laughs) letting someone down, you know, or they think that I hate it and then they think that I hate them. And then like, it's like this whole thing. It's like, no, I'm just, that's just not my personality. Mm -hmm. Just like, let me be me. Yeah. Let me open my gift and be like, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And like, just let that be. And I think, I mean, clothes shopping for you is stressful for me only because I know that you have a high standard, but like pretty much everything I've got you, you've liked and it's fit. I think you've literally only returned one thing that I've gotten you. Yeah. And most of the time, like if I get a shirt, I just take it to the tailor and oh, it's fine. That's why I've always no, been like, so I mean, proud of myself. Like, oh, I got something. Fit is impossible. Yeah. Like, it is literally impossible. So like I've, I've kind of gotten... I know it doesn't sound like it, but like I have kind of gotten over, especially with shirts. Like I said, I, I just know that no matter what, I'm going to have to get it tailored, Mm -hmm. you know? So typically like buying me a large, a size large will fit my chest and shoulders and everything. And then like, if the style is good, then I'll keep it Mm -hmm. and I'll just go get it tailored. Mm -hmm. You know, like mom buys me all those coats and I've gotten every single one of them tailored, Mm -hmm. you know, just because I prefer the style of them that way. And, uh, but like <clears throat> to buy one that's actually cut that way is way more expensive for some reason. So like you can buy a more affordable coat that has like a, a boxier cut and then get it tailored for 30 bucks, 40 bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you have a, a coat that fits the same as the really premium cut coat, but it was like a fraction of the price and yeah. you know, you got it for a gift and whatever. So, you know, it's fine. <laughs> I don't return. I really don't return a lot of gifts. Like I think the people that are close to me know my style and yeah. um, they get things that like um, stylistically work with everything else that like I'm going for. Yeah. And then like I can, you know, I can go exchange for a different size or whatever if I have to. So Yeah. When I bought you that bomber jacket, I was really nervous there and it, it was a home run. Yeah, I wore the the crap out of that. <laughs> it's, it's going on another fall this this fall. <laughs> Got another season coming. Yeah, I did get a pizza stain on it though, so that's kind of a bummer. Darn it. Yeah, that's my other thing. It has nothing to do with like frustration of shopping for clothes, but like I can't keep clothes for very long because I always stain them. So, yeah. Like somehow, like 
I'm very careful. Um, and then sometimes I'll just look down and I'll have like an oil splatter. And it's like, did I cook bacon this morning? Like, I don't remember. I don't remember doing that. But yeah. Yeah. Do you have any, any things? I do, but I don't have the same like um, uh, it's okay. trauma for it as you do. So women shopping for clothes has been horrible since birth. Mm, You come out of the womb knowing you will not fit. A rough ride. (laughs) You just know. It's just like you're born with the knowledge that the fashion industry is against you and it's built by the patriarchy and you're just like, here I am. (laughs) So same thing that you said, sizing is for the birds. Um, yeah, I can go to one store and the size is different for every single item. So I could mm-hmm. fit into like, I'm a mid-sized girl. So that makes my life especially difficult mm-hmm. because stores hate mid-size and plus-size girls. And I'll go on record saying that you can at me if you want and I'll fight mm-hmm. you. You don't know my life. Do you feel like do you feel like stores though for women are like one side or the other? It's like skinny versus plus size. No, or is it always all? It's skinny? all straight size, which would be like skinny mm. size. And yeah, uh, okay. if they have plus size, there's a small plus size section, and they look right. like my grandma's curtains cut up with like <laughs> a freak ton of elastic put in it. They're just ugly. Yeah. And so I could go to like Target. I could fit into like a medium or a large of a shirt. I could buy a shirt right next to it and it will not be the same size. It will not Mm. fit the same way. It's cut just a little different and it is Mm -hmm. the most maddening thing I've ever experienced. It's like, it's like they're trying to see who will break first in the (laughs) dressing room. And it's usually me. It's I'll cry first. Yeah, um, I do. I do also want to say not to interrupt you, but to all the women that were listening and hearing me rant and just like rolling their eyes, I did realize the <laughs> other day that I still have it easy <laughs> because I was talking to my girlfriend about like swimsuits, mm-hmm. like different styles of swimsuits mm-hmm. and stuff. And like, again, my lizard brain, it, like finally dawned on me that like women have breasts mm-hmm. and like no set of breasts are the same. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, dang, that is just like one whole other variable. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad I don't have to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> so like I I understand that it, it's dif- it is more difficult for women. Yeah. So there, that's a whole other thing I wasn't even thinking of. Most swimsuits are sold separately. You have to buy the top and the bottom, which is nice because, you know, mm-hmm. usually your bottom is not the same as your top. And if it is, I hate you. And uh, yeah. <laughs> that seems like it would be weird, though. Yeah. (laughs) And so you're spending $20 for a top and $20 for a bottom. And usually they still don't fit right. And, uh, or you can order them online and you can go through like Zaffle and they're all like medium and that's it. You don't get a like mix and match and you're just like, well, Mm. I guess we'll see which part of my body's hanging out and what's not. That will make me turn red thinking about swimsuit shopping. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, there's not a standard sizing, which, like you said, like it's basically impossible to do. But, like, I went to a boutique store here in Lincoln in the mall. That was a mistake. It was. And I was like, everything was so (laughs) cute. And it was like the vibe I was trying to go for, for this, like, 
uh, I can't remember where we were going, but Stefan like wanted to buy me a new outfit. I think it was my birthday or something. We went to 500 stores. I'm not even lying. And I had a mental breakdown in the buckle dressing mm. room and yelled at the customer service lady because it was hot as hell in the <laughs> dressing room and she would not stop talking to me. Uh, it's not her buckle's fault. the worst. Yeah. But so I went to this boutique store. I had like a ton of stuff. I was so excited. I tried on their larges, which I usually easily fit into. And I am not even exaggerating. I could not fit them over my shoulders. And I was like, mm. what happened here that I am here mm. experiencing this right now? So I've just had to start shopping at American Eagle because their clothes pretty much fit equally across the line that they sell, yeah. which is great. And I understand jeans, like, you know, you have different styles of jeans, you have different cuts. Mm-hmm. Some other jeans aren't stretchy and some are. So it's like going to fit differently. I'm a stretchy right. jean girl. I'm not putting on non-stretchy jeans and you're silly if you think I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm a stretchy <laughs> jean guy. I I get made fun of for it all the time and I just don't care anymore. You yeah. know? Men can wear stretchy pants. I don't understand why you'd wear anything different. Because uh, just... Don't Guys you just, are the worst. Don't you just like feel so constricted? Being machismo. Like, if it's not a Wrangler, it's not a real jean. <laughs> Guess like, what? I'm not Wrangler's working in the field, Grandpa. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, like, farming. I'm not in a construction site. Like, it's fine if my jeans can breathe a little. Have you? You've seen holes. I'm yeah. tired of this, Grandpa. Well, that's dude yeah. in bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel sometimes. Yeah, so... Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. And so then like pricing for women is just the stupidest thing ever. So my husband will often, uh, be able to go to a store and buy 500 shirts for $6 and I will buy three shirts for $500 and he'll be like, Oh, you didn't like want to like shop the sales. And I'm like, I did. And he's like, why is your shirt so expensive? And I'm like, because the patriarchy is feeding off <laughs> women and this BS. If it, makes, if it makes you feel any better, I have never been able to find anything in my size in sales racks. Yeah, me either. Like, I always have to spend a lot yeah. to get stuff that fits me too. Yeah, and it's always – because sales stuff, I have this theory, clearance, like target clearance. Oh, I'm just going to use target as an example – because their clearance section is massive. It's like a whole section of the like corner here. Mm-hmm. It ends up in clearance because it's either sizes that nobody uses. So like double mm-hmm. X, small, or like, and I'm not going to try and be mean, but it's like quadruple XL. Right. And it's like stretchy and hideous. Or it's ugly. Or it's like nobody wants to wear that. And so it's on clearance right. for a reason. And even if I wanted it, you don't have my stupid size. So right. why am I freaking digging through this? BS pile of trash. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Preach. <laughs> so then the other thing I hate about clothes shopping is like I said, the dressing rooms are hot, the lighting is poop, and the mirrors mm-hmm. are like from a clown house and you look like an eggplant in them. I just don't know how to explain it any other way. <laughs> I look in it and I just hate everything about my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't. It's like it's like I own this shirt, but it looks terrible <laughs> in here. <laughs> Like, why did Someone I wear replace my shirt while I, I was out there? Who who am I? And I you're am, like, yeah. you see every pore on your face. Does my face really look like <laughs> yes. that. And you just feel hideous. You forget about the pants that you're trying on. Exactly. And I just sit there and cry every time I'm in the dressing room. And I haven't even mm. put the clothes on that don't fit me yet. 
And I'm like, mm-hmm. why am I here? And I can't mm-hmm. get over it. I th- I'm thinking about it right now. How effing hot it is in the dressing rooms. <laughs> why is it so hot? I don't get it. <laughs> like, why? Where is the airflow? There's like six I people have, in here. I have broken multiple sweats <laughs> in, in uh, <laughs> dressing rooms. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I, so I walk many. out with sweat coming <laughs> off my forehead. And they're like... <laughs> What were you doing? And you're in just there? like, man, I just took a huge poop in that dressing room. <laughs> you do not want to go. You do in not want to go in there. Uh. <laughs> okay, so I have two stories about the dressing room. First off, recently, uh, I'm just thinking about saying that. And what someone, <laughs> the face someone would make. It's like, <laughs> oh man, I just took a huge dump in that. You do not want to go in that one. Do not tell no, them. The, the, fl- the flush is broken. In there. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you know that was not a bathroom, right? What? Oh. <laughs> so recently we went yeah. to shopping at American Eagle and it was right at the peak of like the protests here in Lincoln. And me and Ashley are both in the dressing room and I'm just so hot. As always, it's just so hot in there. I have like three things I'm trying on. And I went like, I so I wanted to get some stuff that um, I saw online. They didn't have my size online, but they did in the store for some reason. <laughs> Stupid. And so I went to the store because I was like, oh, yeah. And this is what always happens when me and Ashley go shopping. She's like, I want I need to go get something or I need to pick something up. She doesn't buy anything and I spend $300. It's just every <laughs> time we go, that's how it works. Yeah. So I went, I found a bunch of stuff I was trying on and one of the like dressing room attendants or like, I don't know, girls that work there came in and she's like, hey, by the way, um, we're closing early because, and I thought they were talking about COVID. I'm like, yeah, okay, I already knew this. And she's like, we're closing early because the protests are happening and they're on their way here to the mall. And it was like the day after there was like a ton of vandalism that happened. And she's like, so we're closing early. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, so if you guys could like finish up. And we're like, what? And so she's like, well, I mean, you can like take your time and finish, but like, you know, don't just like sit there and cry because I can hear you. (laughs) And Ashley was like the panic that set set in. She couldn't finish trying her clothes on and she just left because she's like too stressed out. And I'm like sweating already. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I'm already stressed out. And now I have to mm. put a time limit on this. Mm. So that wasn't great. Never go into a dressing room and say, you have 10 minutes. And you're right. just like. Yeah. <sighs> you got to let people do their thing. Yeah. In there. It, yeah. The second one. These are both COVID or like within the last five months. So this last one, we were at Target and it was right when COVID hit. And so nothing was really shut down yet, but they closed the dressing rooms. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my gosh. I just think I live in a <laughs> in a pandemic world now. It had nothing to do with COVID. Okay. They were remodeling the dressing rooms, so they had it's these basically <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, they were shut down. So that, but they had these makeshift <laughs> ones, and so they were literally just plywood put up. And you go in, and you—they're so small. I cannot even stress to you how small they are, and they're hot. I don't know why. Why that's a, like why? <laughs> <laughs> you may be claustrophobic. I do. You I, might be. Oh, 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe well, like I when am. you get locked in a small room, you get hot. Yeah. Well, is you nobody might. else hot in the dressing room? Well, I'm claustrophobic. Oh, you are. And I also am always so pissed off <laughs> that I'm just hot. So a dressing room but is like not I, your ideal situation. I don't think most people get hot in the dressing room. I get so hot. I think you're claustrophobic. Oh, wow. What a revelation about myself. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, so anyways, I'm in this stupid small <laughs> dressing room. You're in this coffin. <laughs> this, yeah. And we were trying on swimsuits, which is like arguably the worst thing that you can do in general when it. you're trying yeah. on swimsuits. And there's no mirror. There's no mirror in these makeshifts. Because I was. In- I mean, how do you. No, I mean, like, how do you know if it looks good? I set my phone up on the door handle. Oh, and let me tell you the hit my <laughs> ego took when you're like crunched over, <laughs> trying to see both the top and bottom to see if it looks good. And in you see the <laughs> most unflattering position, no matter what your make, model, or year is. <laughs> Nobody looks good making a C shape <laughs> in a swimsuit. I can't no one can see me, but I'm doing it right now. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> imagine being hot in a coffin, trying on a swimsuit that doesn't fit because the sizes are wrong. <laughs> I just quit. I didn't try. I left them all in there. I was like, F this. I left. Ashley went and did her thing. She did the same thing. She's like, this is not sustainable because they right. had a they had a mirror, but you had to walk out into the public. Which like if you're trying on a swimsuit. Yeah, there's no do. way I'm doing that. I don't even like wearing them just like at home. Right. So then I was standing there waiting for her and this girl gets on her phone and she has she's FaceTiming her friend on uh. loud. In the dressing uh, room. Uh, uh, this is a whole other episode's <laughs> worth of a rant for me. The FaceTime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And oh, I, we could hear everything she was saying. And it was, I, we let, we didn't buy anything. We had like a cart full of stuff. We left it all there because we were so stressed mm. out by the whole situation. I even tweeted at Target because that's what I do when I'm like upset. I just like passively <laughs> tweet at companies. You shake your big fist. Yeah. And I was like, your little fist. this was the worst experience I've ever had. <laughs> I can't even like explain it to you. And then I sent like six more tweets explaining it to them. And then we left. <laughs> but I'm going to try yeah. anyway. And it was like, yeah. If you want to yeah. think of hell, I think that's what it was. That's it was, yeah. I felt like I was stuck there forever. It sounds miserable. It that was. sounds terrible. It actually. was. I think that would be like your like nightmare. I think it would kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think it really would. Like <laughs> I, I've started losing my hair already. Like I think I would just go bald. Yeah, I think it would just moment. all like. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I really got to do something about my my anxiety and frustration well that would not help don't go to the target start meditating or something yeah yeah and so then my last one is because i believe and know for a fact that the fashion industry is built from the patriarchy and so that women will hate themselves so that they will buy more products to learn to love themselves and etc etc I have read several things recently that like the trend now is that fashion is being skewed back towards like skinny fashion. So very like early 90s and early 2000s, um, like those baby, those they're like called baby tees because they're so small that 
I think babies are supposed to wear them. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't know why else you'd call them that, anything else. Um, but so it's like you think the like Monica Geller, Rachel Green, like super baggy boyfriend, oversized jeans, skimpy crop top, like no bra, like aesthetic, like, you know, and then like the really right. ugly like sneaks that people are wearing. Yeah, so, marshmallow shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like wow, plus sized and mixed, <laughs> mixed. <laughs> Plus size and mid-size girls. I mean, mixed size mid, girls. Yeah, can and should wear what makes them comfortable. Like the fashion trends are favoring like that slimmer figure and cut, and that forces those sizes to be all over the map even more so, mm-hmm. and just discriminates. I feel against like different body types. Like I want to wear cute baggy boyfriend jeans, but like my butt is not gonna do that. It's just not. I'd have to buy like hideous like dad jeans and like cinch them myself i'm not trying to sew i don't know what you want from me i'm going to the just store run a shoestring through the belt buckle that's a like thing string. now that people do oh, i'm not even kidding that's like a trend and i'm like it's enough i hate trends i know i seriously anything trendy the brand supreme <laughs> oh, it's yeah. all terrible yeah just just it's terrible, man. Yeah. So at me, I'll fight you over yeah. it. It's terrible. My friend Sydney, she always thrifts at Goodwill in Grand Island, which I think should be a job because I don't know how she does it. She should get paid for that because you come on. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Grand Island? Really? <laughs> I mean, we just know what the quality I mean, we know what you're getting. You're getting t shirts and you're getting Wrangler jeans and you're getting basketball shorts. Like that's what you're working yeah, with. But she finds stuff that's so cute. But, like, she has to, like, upcycle them, I think, sometimes. And, like, that's what everybody on TikTok... What does that mean? Like, you have to, like... Like, you have to, like, do something to it. You have to, like, thread it or you have to, like, you know, pin it so it works for you (laughs) or whatever. Cut it it. so it's a crop. And it's just, like, if I'm going to the freaking store and if I'm getting in your hot dressing room, I'm not trying to buy jeans made for a 70-year-old man to fit my (laughs) butt just so I can wear some cute baggy jeans. Right. Ma'am. I don't blame you. So for the record, I'm into that aesthetic. I think it's super cute because it's, you know, like a lazy look and I can get on board with that. Mm-hmm. But I rock a Billy eyelash. <laughs> <laughs> I always say William eyelash. <laughs> From that, that, uh, did you see that thing she did with yeah. uh, Rain Wilson? Yeah. He's like William eyelash. Look yeah. <laughs> where I wear sizes too big because... I have really bad body dysmorphia and I don't know what my size is. And I kid you not, I take sizes like 20, size 20 into the dressing room and I put it on thinking that's going to fit me. And I put it on and it doesn't because sizes are so messed up and the patriarchy is in my brain. I still think I sounded more unstable than you (laughs) during all of that. I could tell you were trying, but... I was... I just like, like you have accepted, this is my body. You do not make clothes for my body. So I am just not going to wear clothes. (laughs) I just go like I found. So, okay. So this year I was like, I need a new swimsuit. Girl swimsuits do not last long. That's another thing. Freaking clothes are not made for sustainability. And it's called, that's why it's called fast fashion. It goes in and goes out and it's horrible for the environment. 
but <coughs> dang it, I can't. I don't fit into straight sizes, so I can't thrift clothes very easily. And I'm mm. sure as heck not going to thrift a swimsuit. I'm sorry. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So I had to buy new swimsuits, and I was like, "Ooh, let me try Walmart because they're like six dollars, and I don't want to like spend money on a swimsuit this year." I bought them all in my size that I would have been an American Eagle. And guess what? I couldn't even put them over my shoulders and I couldn't even scoot them up over my legs because they're so small and they didn't have any give. Why? Why are they like... It's Walmart. Why? So I had to go to American Eagle. I got these super cute swimsuits, a little bit more expensive, but they fit Mm -hmm. me perfectly. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I've just accepted I have to buy stock in American Eagle (laughs) because... At least they're not lying about their sizing, and they put models yeah. in their website that look like mm-hmm. a different body type than, like, I don't know, Kendall Jenner. Right. So you can see, like, they usually put like a couple different girls in it, so you can see, like, oh, okay, where you know, where am I falling? Yeah. But it's still just like, how is this the only brand I can find that does this? Like, even Target sucks. At me, Target. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think. Uh like Target and Walmart, you should just steer clear of yeah. probably because they just buy stuff from China. Yeah. I have I have always had good luck with American Eagle mm-hmm. too. So they're, they're doing something right over there. I spent so much that I got a free pair of jeans. That I doesn't s- take long though, right? Well, not if you're buying women's clothing, no. They have I mean, good deals though. You got to just watch their sales. They've got good sales that go on all the time. But yeah. yeah, they have up to sixty percent off everything right now, yeah. including jeans. Always, they always have that. Oh, I mean, that's a con. That's another. That's, a, that's another beef one. that I have just about clothes stores in general is like the stores that like have supposedly really good sales, but then you realize that everything is always on sale mm-hmm. all the time. It's a trick. So it's like the marketing yeah, tactic. Like the Gap companies mm-hmm. are notorious for that. Mm-hmm. I think J Crew is like that too. Anyway. Yeah, so there's our uh, mental dump on why clothes are the worst. Yeah. Um, would love to hear everyone else's experiences. Please. If there's anything that um, you guys related to re- relatively or uh, <laughs> otherwise, or anything that we missed that you wanted to voice your opinion of, yeah, let us know. Let us know. So every week, Jake and I do a go-to for the week. So Jake, what is your go-to this week? My go-to this week is uh, Halo 3 on the PC. So I uh, basically, through all of my formative years, was playing Halo 3 on the Xbox 360. And some of my best moments as a kid, whether it's for the better or worse, (laughs) uh, was playing Halo 3 with my friends. Like, we would play online together and... Um, brings back a lot of like fond memories of um, eating a lot of Doritos and Oreos and Mountain Dew all at the same time. <laughs> <clears throat> so recently, um, I've started in the last few years, I've been playing video games on the PC. And uh, one of the things I was really missing was like, for some reason lately, I've just like really been missing playing Halo 3 mm-hmm. with my friends. Um, and they came out with Halo 3 on the PC. They remastered it. Um, so I... It came out yesterday. I've been playing it. Um, that's why I was late to start recording this podcast with you because I was getting some matches of uh, Team SWAT in. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. I know that it's not ever going to come close to uh, replicating or reliving my childhood, but there's, like, 
a nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. Like I've already started to remember like all the names of the guns mm-hmm. and like I, the maps are all like muscle memory mm-hmm. to me, which it's so I know, weird. It sounds, it sounds super nerdy, but like, um, I don't know. That was like a really good time of my life. Like middle school, early high school, you're innocent. You don't have any responsibilities. You don't know like how. You and your friends just yeah. stay up so late. And like you're all. The cool thing was like we like would basically all hang out, but from our own homes. And like I know how stupid and like. That's what we're doing right now. Lame that sounds. I know, but <laughs> like we would play games of Halo with like 16 of like wow. all of our friends were online together in the same party. We had like multiple teams or whatever and we'd play like all night. It was, it was great. Or like sometimes we'd have like two or three people at one person's house mm-hmm. and like two or three people at another person's mm-hmm. house, but you'd all still be playing together cause you could play with guests back then. And yeah, oh, memes. good times. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Halo three on PC. What's yours? Uh, mine is this new brand of bagels that i found bagels bagels um called dave's killer bread or like bagels you've had it before i've never had it so i was like just i have a horribly hard time getting protein in i Mm. really am not great at eating breakfast because i usually wake up about like 10 so it's like lunch already so i'm just like i'll just wait like two hours everybody eats breakfast (laughs) yeah you're breaking your fast i i know (laughs) people yeah i get it (laughs) (laughs) but I usually, so I just, I don't know. Okay. I have a hard time eating protein because it's not the fun part of the meal. I want the potatoes. I disagree. I want the rice. I want the bread. I want the avocados. It's just hard. So I was looking up and I know I've said this before, but eggs are the worst and I stand by it and I, I freaking cannot deal with eating eggs in the morning. Also disagree. And I've just decided, you know, I could catch COVID tomorrow and be done. And, what, I'm going to say my last meal was eggs? No. I've had some damn good eggs. I doubt that. <coughs> okay. Also, do you like cottage cheese? I do, yeah. I just had some. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. No, it's not. Your it's girlfriend's great. on my side. I know she is, but I don't it's get it. Side. Let me just. It's a great, great source of protein. Stefan described cottage, cottage cheese as lumpy milk, and I don't know why that's the why he thought that was a good way to convince me to eat cottage cheese. (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah, This lumpy milk that's slimy and like curdled and like tastes like vomit a little bit. Mm, Yes. Give me a plate of that. You put salt and pepper on it. It's great. Okay. Everybody, I put a poll on Instagram and they were, and I asked, you know, like who's stupid enough to like this cottage cheese. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, eat it with, like, Doritos. Oh, yeah, put, like, peaches in it. And I'm just like. I've never gotten into the sweet cottage cheese thing. It's, like, it's definitely a savory. Oh, my yeah. gosh. No, it's not. It's you put it put it on a salad. <laughs> well, one time I got a salad thinking it was, like, feta cheese on it. And I took a mm. big old bite and it was cojete cheese. And I wanted to freaking throw up. I don't really see how it's all that different. It is. Okay. First off, feta cheese is not slimy. It's not just like soaking in milk. It's like crumbly. And mm. cottage cheese tastes like literally if I threw up in the back of my mouth and then just decided to leave it there and be like, mm, yeah, a little snack for later. 
Maybe you've had like rotten. No. It's like, it doesn't really have a taste. No, I ate it the other day because I was like, maybe my tastes have changed. I'm a grown woman now. Mm. I took a bite of it and I literally had the worst game of volleyball in my life because I was so traumatized by the taste of it and I could still taste it a week later because it was so bad. Well, at least you tried it. Anyways, my go-to. A lot of people don't try things. (laughs) Is I didn't want to eat eggs for breakfast anymore, so I googled high protein breakfast substitutes besides eggs, and there was a whole article about it. And Dave's Killer Bread was on there. The bagel mm-hmm. itself, if you have like a whole bagel, you know, not just like a half of a bagel, like you eat the bagel, right? The um, whole bagel, yeah, is like twelve grams of protein, which is not a lot. It's not, but if you're pairing it with like sausage, eggs. no. <laughs> Why? It'd make a really great egg sandwich. Get some sausage, get some like turkey breast, get like a nice cracked egg on there. Yeah, that's not what I did, but I had sausage on it and I had avocado on it and I had like 34 grams of protein for breakfast. Okay. I know you're like, that's not a lot. How many carbs and fat? I don't know. I'd have to look. Yeah, a lot. No. (laughs) Why are you mean? Avocado is a ton of fat. I had half of an avocado. That's a ton of fat. No, it's not. All right, I'll look it up right okay, now. Okay, I'll. Sh- my phone's dead, so I can't look at my calories. But I don't eat a lot of fat throughout the day, so I got my fat in the morning. All right, all right, all right. I know how right. to count numbers. I'm just saying. An avocado is... Half an avocado is... Please tell me. Please tell me. I'm waiting. God, I don't want to read this whole blog. You should just Google avocado nutrition. It should just get it to I you. did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, for somebody who doesn't get a lot of protein in the morning, 34 grams is a great starting point. I'm trying to figure this thing out so that I don't have to eat seven pounds of chicken breast for lunch because I forgot to eat breakfast. I'm already higher on protein today than I normally am. Good. Yeah. I'm happy. I know it's my go-to. All right, I went. I to love it. Dave's. I, I'm I'm here for Dave's. <laughs> Their bread is great too. Yeah, it was. It's a different like texture, Dave. but like a good texture. Like it's, it's fluffy. Not, you can tell it's not um, like processed Wonder Bread. Yeah, it's not dense. Like normal bagels are really like squishy and chewy. Like that's how you know what mm. a bagel is. Like that's a glue. <laughs> it's like a gluten texture. That's how. That's how I know what a bagel is. Like <laughs> squishy. Chewy, that's a bagel. That's a bagel. But like Dave's is not like that. It doesn't have that gluten structure that a normal bagel would have. That's so great. It is not. It's not gluten free though. For anyone, I don't. I don't think anyway. No. Is it? I don't. It's organic, so I don't know. Mm. We sound like such experts. I know. I'm not an expert, but. Ten grams of fat and half an avocado. That's not that much. But that's like all it is. Yeah. Well, you need carbs, fat, and protein. I just think I th- I think avocados are one of those overplayed things in the healthy Instagram profiles. I just like avocados. I'm about to I'm about to try to make an avocado mojito though. So. Oh, okay. That'll be a, an experience. I've heard that uh, avocado in cocktails is a, is a, is a. Is it, is it, is it, is it, is good. So I'm going to give it a shot. Like you mash it up? 
you like kind of puree it, and then like when you shake it up, it kind of turns to like a like a froth, like a cream. People use like coconut cream and stuff in cocktails a lot, so it's kind of like that. Okay. I'll let you know how yeah. it is. All right. All right, Dave. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, guys, that's going to do it for this episode of Relatively Relatable. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. And if you want to stay connected with us, you can find us on Instagram at Relatively Relatable Pod. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.